0: Hello, and welcome to Someday We'll All Be Dead, a podcast where we talk about all the things with a social work perspective. I'm your host, Hallie Harris, and I'm a hospice social worker. And today I have my partner in crime with me, Matt. Hello. And we are going to be talking about Memorial Day, the history of it, what it means, what it doesn't mean, some other veteran holidays, and flag regulations. How how would that be? Sounds good to me. So, <clears throat> this will come out the day before Memorial Day 2019, and I always find it a helpful reminder to let people know what Memorial Day is and what it's not, because I think it gets confusing for people. Do you find that as well?
1: Yes. I mean, uh, I've heard people say Happy Memorial Day before, and I it always kind of was weird to me hearing <laughs> people say Happy Memorial Day. So.
0: Yes, yes. Um, you had a, a thought about what Memorial Day was?
1: Oh, well, I think originally it was the grand opening of a mattress depot of USA. <laughs> it was, was it, like 1791. The very first.
0: <laughs> I can't hold myself together.
1: No, of course not. <laughs>
0: uh, no, we'll talk about that <laughs> a little bit later. Um, uh, but I got my <clears throat> information, of course, a little bit from Wikipedia, which is only somewhat reliable, um, from usmemorialday.org and also from va.gov. So Memorial Day is a federal holiday meant to remember and honor people who have died while serving in the U.S. Armed Forces. So while I was looking this up, just to be sure I had the right information, I also saw it uh, listed as people that quote unquote served in armed conflict that are serving the nation during war, or have died in service of the United States, or the, quote, war dead. So what actually makes me think of, um, of course, across the board, and especially in the VA.gov and these kind of things, it does make clear that it's people who died during a conflict, um, not just that they were serving in the military and died.
1: And that's always what I've believed. Um, Yeah, not just people who served... In peacetime and have passed away
0: Mm -hmm. which is an interesting thought right because we'll talk about the other veteran holidays later but there's not necessarily a specific remembrance day for people that did not die or that died outside of a combat situation so that's why i thought memorial day was just kind of honoring everyone that served but it's really about sacrifice during time of war so Yes, yeah, so I
1: think uh, the other one, I mean, that the other thought there is that maybe Veterans Day can be...
0: Um... Well, we'll get into that. We'll get okay. into that later. Right. Um, it's a good idea. But it also made me think about that uh, episode of uh, United Shades of America we watched the other night about the Hmong people. And because they served in a time of war on our behalf, they did serve and it was in service of our country of our armed forces but they weren't in the military and in that episode if you remember they talked about they were finally able to um, be buried at
1: arlington national cemetery no
0: that was the thing they were, they were able to be buried at other veterans cemeteries oh just not specifically that not arlington right, which is right. kind of disgusting actually to me <laughs> the fact that you're going to use this group of people to risk their lives in saving our own servicemen and women, and we left them behind.
1: Yes, and they died in combat.
0: Uh, so if you want to know more about that, this this episode is not about that, but it's a great episode. Honestly, United Shades of America is a great series. W. Kamau Bell is amazing. Um, but it does make me think about how many other groups of people have died in service of the United States that are not technically honored because they weren't in our United States services. It's
1: a nice thing to do some research on, do some yeah, digging.
0: Maybe that'll be another episode. <laughs> Since I have four pages of notes today, maybe we'll skip that for today. Let's move it along. <laughs> so the history of Memorial Day is May 5th of 1868. Can you imagine how long ago that was?
1: Yeah, to uh, to commemor- or to uh, memorialize the Civil War uh from the North and the South.
0: Right. That's how it started. Dead. So General John A. Logan, he was a veteran of the Mexican-American War. Isn't that crazy? And then he was a general in the Civil War for the Union side. And he issued a proclamation calling, it, uh, calling for Declaration Day to be observed. Did you know it was called Declaration Day?
1: I did not until today when I was reading about it.
0: So it really was in honor of the 600,000, which is an insane number to me. Over half a million uh, people that died in the Civil War, both North and South. And it was by decorating their graves with flowers. That was the original intent. So the original day was actually May 30th. And that was thought to be chosen because it was likely that flowers would be in full bloom across the country. Ah. So that they would be able to decorate with flowers. Um, I don't have it in my notes, but of course, nowadays, it seems like they decorate with the little mini flags, but yes. there's also flowers, and we'll get into poppies a little bit later specifically.
1: That uh, is interesting to me, because um, when I first read Decoration Day, I was thinking about uh, metals and uh, ribbons and uniform decorations mm-hmm. rather than flowers.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it makes sense in the 1800s, What more do you have to decorate with, I guess? Right. Uh, so, the original date, like I said, was May 30th uh, because of the flowers. May 30th was the official date from 1868 to 1970.
1: That's when we realized, hey, we really like three-day 3, way, three day weekends.
0: <laughs> Sadly, yes. And then we'll talk a little bit more about that too, but yes. Uh, so, when that got changed in 1970... It was changed to the last Monday in May when Congress finally declared it a national holiday. And it was in service of weekends. That's a whole thing. Uh, But in fact, it was not until uh, a couple years later, really, that the all 50 states finally started celebrating it on May 30 or the the last Monday. Because there was some confusion and some disagreement about whether it should have been changed. Uh. So that is interesting to me. Maybe only to me. <laughs>
1: so was that, uh, who was president? Was that Ford in 71?
0: Oh, I don't know. I didn't look it up. <clears throat> I'm terrible with presidents. Yeah. Do you mm-hmm. want to look it up? No, it's right. Okay. Uh, so then another point that I made in my notes was that <clears throat> it actually was not until after World War I, so 1918-ish. Uh, It wasn't until then that they actually started including veterans that died in other wars. Originally, it was only Civil Civil War War Remembrance. remembrance. Yeah. So, the term Memorial Day, since I was telling you that it's Decoration Day. The term Memorial Day was gradually changed from 1882. And then, especially after World War II, it became much more common. So, it just gradually continued to that. Uh, oddly, there are at least two dozen cities that claim to be the birthplace of Decoration Day. Two dozen cities, at least.
1: I thought there were three that were kind of fighting over that. and
0: Just three cities? I don't know. There's at least two dozen. So it's so funny when I'm reading about this because apparently there's this huge controversy about where Decoration uh, Day started. Uh, and there are a couple specific towns that are very on the campaign trail saying that they, it's their <laughs> town. But there's there's even a center for Memorial Day research. <laughs> I mean, that's pretty intense.
1: <laughs> yeah. Some people just need to be like, let it go. Come on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that is what Memorial Day is and what the history of it is. So I wanted to get into a little bit of what the actions are for Memorial Day. So the first thing you might notice... Uh, around town, and that's assuming that people are vigilant and thinking about what day it is, is the flag. Uh, This is another thing that I actually didn't know. I had always seen the flag flown at half-staff, but I didn't realize that it was not all day until today when I was researching this. So the flag, uh, which we're going to get into in a little bit about regulations, is to be briskly raised to the top and then solemnly lowered to half-staff and remains there until noon, and then it is raised back to the top. Did you know this?
1: Then what's us see, around about 3 o'clock?
0: Yeah, so in in 2000, (laughs) Congress passed the National Moment of Remembrance Act, and this is asking people to stop and remember at 3 p.m. local for one minute of silence, which is weird to me. Why wouldn't it be at noon or before noon while the flag is down?
1: But yeah, I did not know that you... Whip it up to the top and then solemnly lower it.
0: Yeah, when I was reading about, uh, later on we are talking about flag regulations, that actually is a regulation. No matter what the situation with the flag is, when you're putting it on the, f- the flagpole, it needs to be raised to the top no matter what.
1: I wonder if it's so you, you count how many pulls it takes to get up there and then you go exactly half of that on the way down.
0: You know, <laughs> that's not a bad theory. <laughs> Uh, it didn't say.
1: It doesn't say. Yeah. I
0: don't know if it's an honor thing, but that makes a lot more sense practically. You I just wonder. Eyeball
1: it every time. <laughs> Is there a mark on a flagpole?
0: I don't. I mean, flagpoles are different heights, so yeah. I don't know. You got to remind me. I need to put our flag out on half at half staff on the day. So, anyways, it's also uh, it also has a charter, this Remembrance Act, and it states. <clears throat> To encourage the people of the United States to give something back to their country, which provides them so much freedom and opportunity by encouraging the and coordinating commemorations. So that's supposed to just kind of take that moment to remember that you're supposed to be remembering. That's how I took that.
1: That makes sense, I guess. It's a funny way to say it.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, English. Don't forget to remember. <laughs> so I'm sure everyone around is seeing the poppies. Every year. You've seen the poppies. Yes. Uh, I actually had to look up and remember which holiday it was. I couldn't remember 100% if it was Memorial Day, but it is um, for the poppies. And you'll see several different groups now, um, nowadays in modern times, selling or giving away the poppies in remembrance. So how this started is actually a poem that was written in 1915 by Canadian Lieutenant Colonel John McRae. And he wrote a poem called In Flanders Fields. So I wasn't originally going to read this, but when I was looking it up, I thought, you know what? I bet nobody's ever even heard this recently. And it's actually kind of cool. So I'm going to, unless you want to. Do it. I'm going to read this. In Flanders Fields, the poppies blow between the crosses row on row that mark our place in the sky the larks still bravely singing fly scarce heard amid the guns below we are the dead short stays short days ago we lived felt dawn saw sunset glow loved and were loved and now we lie in flanders fields take up our quarrel with the foe to you from failing hands we throw the torch be yours to hold it high if ye break faith with us who die, we shall not sleep though prop- poppies grow in the Flanders fields. Oh, okay. So uh, I had not read that before.
1: The poppies originate from
0: so the, that poem. So, this poem um, the guy saw whatever, you know, saw this gravesite, and there was a field of poppies. And three years later, there was in 1918 a YMCA worker who was inspired by the poem. And so her name was Moina Michael, M-O-I-N-A, Moina. Moina. Uh, she decided, because she was so inspired by this poem, that she was going to wear a silk poppy on her lapel, and then she brought more. There's uh, different accounts that I read, whether she passed them out or actually sold them, to help with uh, veterans and servicemen in need. So while she was attending this conference, she wore this this poppy on her lapel of course the conference had influential people and so this kind of just spread throughout uh america it spread into france there's a long history of the poppies that i'm I'm not going to get into that whole entire thing you can look it up but it just kind of spread throughout the years of more and more people wearing the poppies and um honoring memorial day with that or decoration day
1: good job moina (laughs)
0: And the VFW started selling them in 1922. Did you know it was that long ago?
1: Nope.
0: Uh, They were made and still are made, as far as I know, by uh, disabled veterans. And the funds continue to go to a variety of charities, uh, I believe, are now 99% having to do with uh, veterans' charities, although I think they did, back in the day, also serve to help with children in orphanages and, and things like that.
1: Some people think that they make some of the poppies from uh, leftover mattresses that were uh, surplus <laughs> in the big sales. hmm It's not true.
0: I knew it had to be something. Total- I thought you were going to make an opium joy- joke, <laughs> off, honestly.
1: <laughs> I'll work on one.
0: <laughs> okay, start thinking of it. So, here's where we get into some disparaging things for me. I get that... People want a long weekend. You know, we only get so many holidays a year. This is one of them where you can take a breather from work. And oftentimes that includes people barbecuing, getting together, whatnot. Um, And due to its proximity to summer, Memorial Day has more recently in history kind of become the unofficial start to the season. Whereas Labor Day ends up being the end of the season of summer. The whole you can't wear white pants until after Memorial Day thing. Yeah, you about this?
1: I always put away my white pants.
0: <laughs> so, <clears throat> unfortunately, Memorial Day has now become kind of synonymous with these larger sales events. Mattresses, cars, anything. Barbecues. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's fine. There's nothing wrong with barbecuing. There's nothing wrong with getting together with family. There's nothing wrong with celebrating But take a moment to remember why you have this day off. That's kind of the whole point is you have this day off to remember people that gave their lives in honor of your freedom in defending this country and defending the rights for slaves to be freed. I mean, it started in civil war.
1: Preserving and protecting the Constitution of the United States of America.
0: Yeah. So all of those things, every time someone died, whether or not it was a war that you believed in or not doesn't really matter. Uh, I I haven't looked up statistics recently, but I'm pretty sure the statistics of how many people have served in the military, and I want to make sure I include the Coast Guard in here, because they're often forgotten. Marines, Navy, Air Force, Army, Coast Guard, and the Reserves, and the National Guard, all of them count. They're all serving our country. And I think some of them get forgotten. And... I think it's easy to forget that there's only, I want to say, less than 5% of the country that serves or is serving in the military, which to me is difficult because <clears throat> until my recent job, I was surrounded by veterans. And so my opinion was skewed. My view, my perception was skewed about how many people have served because I've been surrounded with people that I have served. And now I'm in this new job where there's only... I think three or four people that have served in an organization of about eighty. So I've kind of gone the opposite way, where it felt like eighty percent of people were had served in the military in our old and the job you're still at.
1: Yeah, it's easy to forget that we're, you know,
0: you are in a bubble of veterans.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of veterans working there.
0: Yeah, so just something to think about as as we're going through this. So speaking of all the different kinds of veterans, I do want to bring up the different Veterans Holiday. So again, Memorial Day. What is Memorial Day for? It's remembrance a
1: last... of the of the fallen soldiers of all American Wars.
0: Yes. And it's the last Monday of May.
1: Last Monday of May.
0: Veterans Day. November eleventh. What is Veterans Day for?
1: I think acknowledging and uh, thanking the veterans who have served.
0: Yes. So it's actually honoring all living veterans from all branches of service. And it was actually originally known as Armistice Day. And that was in honor of the Armistice signed during World War One. So it. thanking a veteran. That's when you would say thank you for your service. That's the day. That's the day you pin all your friends on social media.
1: That's, yeah, Happy Veterans Day. Is- Happy
0: Veterans Day is Okay. Happy Memorial Day. Not so much.
1: It's, uh, yeah.
0: It might be a little bit disrespectful, in particular because so many of our families have recent losses. Yes. You know?
1: Yeah. Uh, what else we got? I'm sorry. It
0: was. Yeah. Oh, no, that's okay. Veterans Day. So, Memorial Day is to honor those who have served in and died in wars, all American wars. Veterans Day is to honor all living veterans from all branches of service. And Armed Forces Day, which is the third Saturday in May, which we just had, is to honor all that are currently serving. Ah, I see. And then uh, I just added in here Patriot Day. It's not about veterans, but it sounds like it might be. So I just wanted to add it in to make sure people knew, as you might guess, because it's on September 11th. Ah. It is to honor anyone... Uh, that's not, it's not a national holiday, but it is to honor anyone that was injured or killed during the 9-11 attacks. For those of you listening that are too young, it's been close enough. I think you've still at least heard of 9-11 attacks. It's possible. Maybe we'll do a whole episode about 9-11 later. I'm not going to get into that, but that day is now called Patriot Day. So what do you know about flag regulations?
1: I know how to fold a flag.
0: <laughs> Regulation. Okay. okay.
1: I was taught how to do it in the Boy Scouts, and I've always known how to do it.
0: Do you have your flag from your dad?
1: Yes. Um, my brother has that flag. I have a different
0: flag. Okay. I still have the flag from my dad, too. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to admit right now that I tried to have it dry cleaned, and oh. it ended up pink. So don't do that. Oh, man. Don't dry clean your flag. Dust it off, put it in a case, learn from my mistakes.
1: Yeah, my flag is not in a case.
0: <clears throat> um, you know, put it at least in some kind. Of, well, we're talking about that, actually, because it's in the regulations. So, Title Four of the U.S. Code talks about flag regulations. I'm not going to go over every single regulation. There are 10 articles Wait, of flag.
1: Can I, can I stop you for a second? Yeah. Did, did, isn't there also a flag day?
0: There, I'm sure there's flag day. I didn't look it up. Oh, okay um they're probably i'm sure there is that sounds okay. right there's lots of other things but those are the main ones
1: yeah we already got four pages here. <laughs> <Sorry>.
0: <laughs> well and those are the main holidays that everyone gets confused i think is veterans day and memorial day in particular
1: yeah often i'm saying labor day when i mean memorial day and i'm saying memorial day <laughs> when i mean labor day so
0: and labor day doesn't even count towards yeah. veterans so. no it doesn't but it is that summertime, you know, beginning and ending of summertime, so it makes sense.
1: I'm almost always working on Labor Day.
0: <clears throat> well, you're going to be working on Memorial Day, too. Yeah, so. <laughs> I'll, be there, I'll be at work. <laughs> uh, so, <clears throat> the flag regulations, like I was saying, there's 10 different articles in in the code. I'm not going to go over all of those. A lot of them have to do with how you raise the flag. Uh, about saying the Pledge of Allegiance, about who can use the flag. There's certain presidential things, there's ways that it can be displayed. I'm not getting into all that. <clears throat> I'm just going to talk about Code 8, which is re- respect for the flag. I got this information from the Cornell School of Law. And I thought it's just important to go over these regulations because, you know. <clears throat> there's two in particular that I'm that I'll highlight when I get to them that really upset me. And I don't know that people that did not serve in the military even recognize that they're doing something that's not recommended.
1: Can I is one of them putting it up in the back of your truck and driving 80 miles an hour down the that highway?
0: <laughs> that's actually not in the regulation for respecting the flag, it's actually displaying the flag. And I didn't look all of those oh, up. Okay. Um, I'm sure that's in there. And it's definitely gonna get tattered faster that way.
1: Yeah, you'll ruin it.
0: <clears throat> but there are regulations on how you can display it in your on your car.
1: I suppose you could just burn a flag every uh, couple of weeks if you're driving <laughs> if you want to pay tattering flags for that. on a regular basis.
0: <laughs> well, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. So the first uh, part of this code is no disrespect will be shown to the flag. That can mean a lot of things, but let's just say, you know, don't pee on it. Don't flip it off. Don't wipe your butt with it. I mean.
1: Yeah. Hold your hand over your heart <clears throat> or salute it.
0: Yeah. and
1: Or just look at it.
0: Yeah. Just look at it and respect it. A flag should not be dipped to any person or thing. So I thought about dipped as in, you know, like making yeah. a salute. But when I read the next one, it if actually, you, I think they're using dipped in a different way.
1: If you're carrying it and, and holding it, I imagine like a guidon or a, a post, you know, you have those yes harnesses. Yes. In the military. And I think that lowering it as someone goes by is dipping it. I, think.
0: I would have thought that was dipping too. But then the next one down is all other flags, like the state, organization, or institutional flags, should be dipped, quote unquote, to the U.S. flag. So they mean it just needs to be lower. Oh,
1: lower on the, Yeah.
0: Right. So I thought it meant what you thought it meant. And apparently it just means it needs to be higher than any other flag.
1: higher than other state flags.
0: And that it's not lower than a person or a thing. Got it. So. A flag should never be displayed with a union down unless to express and signal a dire distress in instances of extreme danger to life or property. Yeah, it's an SOS. (laughs) It is an SOS. And... This isn't like I have a hangnail SOS. This is like, I'm dying. I uh, need immediate assistance right now.
1: Please, they're attacking the embassy and we're all going to die.
0: Yes, that would be an accurate time <laughs> to, to fly the flag upside down. They don't say upside down. They say the Union down, but basically the flag upside down. Yes. And we should specify for people that don't know, the Union is the blue field with the stars and then there's the stripes 13 stripes and there's a whole regulation about what size flags can be how many stripes there can be how the stars are displayed in the union there's, that's all in the regulation
1: <clears throat> how many suits you can make out of them
0: mm. we'll get there <laughs> so the flag should never be displayed oh i just said that apologies next page the flag should never touch anything beneath it such as the floor water Or merchandise, which I think was a weird thing. I guess if you're displaying the flag over something, yeah. Yeah. Uh, This one, I actually encountered this this weekend. So we were doing a Memorial Day setup for um, the hospice that I work at to honor all of the veterans that we've served in the last I forget how many years. Uh, And it was something like 600 flags that we were putting in the ground. It was all laid out, and My first thought was, how am I going to hold these flags off the ground and tap them in with a hammer? Because they're not supposed to touch the ground. Like, I know this. Mm -hmm. I I didn't know all the specifics about it, but I know the flag is not supposed to touch the ground. And so I had them, like, in my armpit. I I ended up holding them and handing them to people. Uh, But I don't, you know, people that aren't in the military, why would they know that? They don't know that. They're not being disrespectful. They just don't know. You know, it's it's not willful ignorance, they just don't know. So this is part of why I'm sharing this is if you happen to be in that instance where you're trying to set up a memorial day display, please, if you're if you're in a cemetery, you're doing the honor of remembering the people that have fallen, please don't set the flags on the ground while you're inserting the flag at the grave.
1: It's not like you have to destroy the flag afterwards, it's just disrespectful.
0: It's just disrespectful. And you wouldn't know that if you've never heard it. So, I'm telling you now. So, now you know. Uh, Also, the flag should never be carried flat or horizontally, but always aloft and free. I did not know this. What do you mean
1: flat and, oh, carried?
0: Carried. Like over a football
1: field and shaken?
0: Yeah, that's what kind of made me wonder. Obviously, what comes to mind is a, a memorial, but in that case, they're handing it to the loved one. When they're folding up the flag and then they hand it to someone and it's folded. Well, in order
1: to fold the flag, it has to be held horizontally. Well, and then the 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 loved
0: one carries the, the flag folded. But so obviously that's, you know, that's a different scenario. But yeah, I wondered about when they bring a flag out in the middle of a sports game and it's being used as to be patriotic. They're not being, they're not trying to be disrespectful, but technically, it's not supported by the flag code.
1: It's not flying freely.
0: It's not flying freely. It looks like it is. I guess maybe that's the exception. Because they're all shaking it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they're considering that an exception. So, here we go. This, this is one of the two that grinds my gears, if you will. The flag should never be used as wearing apparel, bedding, or drapery. It should never be... Fastooned, which means adorned with ribbons or decorations, drawn back, nor up, in folds, but always flying free. Let's go back to apparel for a moment. Every time that I see a flag bandana, a flag wife beater, a flag pair of shorts, a flag bathing suit, I, it curls my blood. It curdles my blood to look at that. Maybe you don't have as strong a reaction to this as I do.
1: Yeah, I, I don't like it. It doesn't really, doesn't really burn me up, but they're making them and they're selling them, you know? I know. Somebody's, nobody's telling them not to. Well. Nobody's telling them, hey, not right.
0: I mean, let's be honest. Most of those things are probably not made in America. That's no judgment. The people buying them and wearing them are from America. And I have to assume that the people that are wearing it are assuming that they're being patriotic by doing so. But if they knew the facts, <clears throat> they would know. And I, I'm sure I'm guilty of this. I know I've worn clothing that has a depiction of a flag. It's not It's not a stars and stripes shirt. But it may have a shirt with a flag on it, which I don't wear anymore because I'm not sure where that line is of using the flag as apparel as opposed to as a representation. But just to err on the side of I'm not sure, I don't wear shirts with flags on them anymore.
1: I just think it's tacky. (laughs) (laughs) It's terribly tacky.
0: Yeah. So... Just so you all know, please try to refrain from... Take
1: off your shorts and put them on a a stick and fly them freely in your house. (laughs) Quit wearing them.
0: Well, I doubt the shorts are in regulation of flag (laughs) size, so probably don't do that. Uh, Burn them. How about you just burn them? Um, Fly a flag and wear red, white, and blue. You don't have to wear a flag, you know? You don't have to wear red, white, and blue to be patriotic. Support... Everybody, support the troops, support the Constitution, do something.
1: You could have an iron-on that says, I'm an American, or a proud American. Perfect.
0: Perfect. So, yeah, that's one of them. All right, moving on. The flag should never be fastened, displayed, used, or stored in a manner as to be easily torn, soiled, or damaged in any way. That was part of my problem. Mine got dusty because I was not storing it properly, and I tried to get it cleaned, and then things went terribly wrong. I have it in the cupboard now. I don't have it in the case like I should, but it's not like it turned completely pink. It was a very faint. I will never get rid of that flag, obviously, but it does upset me that I kind of ruined it. I can't fly it freely. It has to be, it has to remain in the case. So I need to get a case actually is my point.
1: Heard this place uh, you can get online, <laughs> can sell all kinds of stuff.
0: <sighs> Amazon? Oh, yeah. Smart ass. All right. So, the flag should never be used as a covering for a ceiling. Specifically, it says that.
1: For a ceiling?
0: A covering for a ceiling. Now, I know when I was 18 or before I joined the military, I hung my flag from the ceiling, I draped it. And apparently, according to this, as I read it, that's wrong. That's a no-no. Because it's not flying freely.
1: Well, you know what? And I pinned one to, I pinned the one that I had to a wall. Yeah. Fully spread vertically, but it wasn't flying freely.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you're trying to be respectful. I don't think that's as egregious as wearing it as clothing. (laughs) But now we know. So we don't do it. All right. It should never have placed upon it or any part of it, nor attached to it, any mark, insignia, letter, word, figure, design, picture, or drawing of any any nature. This made me think of not necessarily an actual flag with something attached to it, but how many times have you seen a flag with a symbol in front of it, like on a a digital print? Mm -hmm. I wonder, I mean, obviously this code was written long before we had internet hmm So I wonder if they're ever going to update that to include things like a digital image. You know? I
1: never forget. E-
0: exactly. Even when it's in service of veterans, it's yeah. still technically against the code, yeah. according to how I read it.
1: If it's a flag being displayed, I think. Yeah. Yeah. If it's a digital image, I'm sure there's different rules.
0: But they haven't addressed it. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if they will. We'll see. So a flag should never be used as a receptacle for receiving, holding, carrying, or delivering anything. That was weird. I don't know why you use a flag as a cup. you throw all
1: your stuff in it and uh, do <laughs> it like a hobo pack.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. Definitely don't do that. A flag should never be used for advertising.
1: <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> okay. This particular code um, article is very long. I did not write down the entire thing. But it does say it includes items designed for temporary use to be discarded. So all of those flag paper cups, all of those flag napkins, all of those flag plates, you're throwing them in the garbage. You're throwing the flag in the garbage.
1: Those aren't advertisements, though. I mean
0: It was part of that code is what I'm saying. Oh, okay. It was it was all in one subcode. I see. But I mean how we just talked about Memorial Day being sales. Of course the frickin' flag is being used for advertising.
1: Smeared all over the TV.
0: All over the place. Obviously.
1: Mattress Depot USA. Yeah. <laughs> USA is in the name.
0: Uh, okay. Anyway, that's not even one of the other ones. I'm just <laughs> saying. All right. It should never be used as a costume or an athletic uniform with the exception of the military uniform patch. So we've all seen the flag on the patch of the arm of a soldier. You'll notice, and this is part of another code, how you display it, is that the union, the blue or, well, it's usually green, but Faces forward. the stars, yes, the stars patch of it is always towards the front. So imagine if you're carrying a flag and you're running with it, it's flowing freely behind you. The union is going to be in the front. So no matter what side of your arms you're wearing it on, and that also depends on if you're serving in a combat zone or a non combat zone, as to what arm you're wearing it on, which is a whole thing you don't need to know about, the Union is always going to be in the front, as if you're leading a charge. So.
1: It reminds me of the, uh, the flag decals that are placed on the vertical yes. stabilizers of the airplane. You,
0: yes. One so, side,
1: you'll see the flag looks normal, and you'll go to the other side, and it's like, why does the flag look that.
0: Well, they're not supposed to. So, uh, you're talking about Southwest planes. Yeah, the. the there there the are side. a left and right side flag. That's they what are I'm supposed to say. So, they look weird to you because the Union's on the right. Exactly. They are supposed to be flying forward. So, they do have. If they have. They're the going right by one, flag regulation. They are going by. Thank you, Southwest, for going by flag regulation. Yes. I think they're painted on now, but they used to be decals. Oh, okay. So. So what I also found interesting about that specific thing about the uniform patch within that same code, it talked about the flag representing, quote, the flag represents a living country and is itself considered a living thing. So therefore, a citizen, a lapel flag pin being a replica should be worn on the left lapel near the heart. I thought that was interesting to think of the flag as a living thing because it's representing a living, breathing community.
1: So if you ever see somebody wearing their pin on their right lapel.
0: Walk up, take the back of it off, and shove the pin into their chest. No? That's or, not know, what we do? Or
1: you could, you know, <laughs> I'm not like,
0: condoning violence.
1: Pardon me, sir, but uh, you should be wearing your lapel <laughs> pin on your left lapel rather than your yes.
0: left. Yes. Yes. All right. That's here's, how I do it. That's probably a lot nicer. I think you're probably right. So here's the second one that really gets to my last nerve. And this is actually the last note I have on the flags. The flag, when it is in such a condition that is no longer a fitting emblem for display, should be destroyed in a dignified way, preferably by burning. So let's talk a little bit about this. How many times have we all driven by a flag specifically like you're talking about where they're on the back of a truck and they've been driving around on the freeway with that thing flapping in the wind and the edge of it is completely torn to tatters.
1: (laughs) just shredded.
0: Doesn't it just incense you and want you to make you take it off yourself? (laughs) Because flags are not cheap, right? If you get a decent flag, they're not cheap. Yeah. And especially they're when get... not
1: meant to put up with 80 mile an hour <laughs> no. driving all the time.
0: No, you've seen that flag on I-5 up by Cedar Woolley. That huge. I don't know how big right. that flag is. It's got to be 100 feet. I don't know. It's enormous. Yeah, I don't
1: know if it's 100 feet, but
0: you know what flag I'm talking about, though, right? The one that's Dag- looking at Myers RV. Or whatever? No, no, that sounds south. Oh, further that up there. That one's big by too. That one's big too, but the one in Mount Vernon is that's... actually bigger.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I forgot all about that one.
0: It, I don't know how tall that flagpole is, but it's enormous that flag is enormous. It's so big that it doesn't get tattered because it's not flopping in the wind unless we have a tornado. But the smaller flags that are flopping in the wind when we get tropical storms kind of thing, tropical winds or whatever, you know, we might get 40 to 50 mile an hour winds around here and it's going to flop the end of your flag and eventually those seams are going to give way and, and tatter. I thought, and I haven't been able to find it today while I was researching this, specific advisements, at least, on when specifically the flag is quote-unquote unfitting for display. So, I couldn't find anything specific, but, you know, if it's just a few little tears...
1: I'm saying, in my mind, if it's recognizably... If it's visible and you recognize it from maybe 50 yards away, 100 yards away.
0: Agreed. Then it's time.
1: Right. If you can tell that it's tattered from a good distance.
0: Yeah. If you're not like staring at it and then you see it, that's one thing. But if you can see it from a distance, it might be time to get a new flag. So these are times when you can let people know because they might not know that, hey, it might be time to get a new flag because... It's kind of entering into the realm. And no, this isn't a law. You can't go to jail for it. You're not going to get a fine for it.
1: But if you're one of those people who wants to display a flag. Then, right. Then you should know about how to treat it.
0: If Yeah. So, I mean, there's lots of, like I said, lots of other things about displaying the flag. Like having a light on it. You can't have a flag displayed without a light, you know, all night without a light, spotlight. Um, but... If you're going to display a flag, then that tells me that you are patriotic, that you love our country and you want to represent that. And if you're doing that, if you feel that way, then you should also feel the same way about being respectful to the flag, in my opinion.
1: Yes. So this is, yeah, information for you personally. If you like to display a flag or if you know someone who might be displaying a flag... And just aren't aware of certain things about it.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not saying, hey, you're an asshole. Take your flag down. It's like, No, keep your flag up. That's awesome. But make sure that you're being respectful of it and you're treating the emblem and, and you know, that thing um, respectfully. Now, I didn't write this down in my notes, but it occurs to me that I think we might briefly want to discuss kneeling during the national anthem. If you're willing to talk about that for a moment.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: So when I say being respectful to the flag, I think we all know what that means. It's, it's being respectful to the people that died for that flag, just like Memorial Day represents. We're being respectful to the men and women that are still serving. And may I just also say trans people, gay people, whoever is serving in the military that's, you know, risking their life on a day-to-day basis. And, um, you know, Jack Nicholson and Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> doing things you don't approve of (laughs) because you're not ready to handle the truth. Um, You know, kneeling, the kneeling situation. I think you really have to look at the discussion and interview that Colin Kaepernick did with that one veteran whose name is escaping me right now because I didn't write it down because I wasn't going to talk about it. But I think it really does a great job explaining how that kneeling was not disrespecting the flag. And in particular, it makes me think about, you know, you're, you're kneeling to honor the Lord when you're praying. Right. So how would kneeling not be respectful of the flag? It's, it's not disrespecting the flag. It's, it's protesting in an, a respectful manner that not all people are treated equally.
1: Yes. And, uh,
0: you if, have thoughts I this. believe
1: that yeah I believe that if you're standing there in a military uniform you better not be kneeling
0: I think that's fair absolutely right yeah
1: but a football uniform I also
0: <laughs> take your cover off
1: <laughs>
0: yes and or you better be standing at attention even if you're a freaking civilian because you yes. damn well know better
1: worse I mean at, at the very least turn and face the nearest flag that you can see while the music is playing
0: yes. Yes, but if you're a civilian and you're trying to make sure that our Constitution is represented by all men being created equal, for crying out loud.
1: Just don't be wandering around trying to get nachos (laughs) while the national anthem is going.
0: For (laughs) fuck's sake. All right? If you're going to complain about kneeling, when you watch a game on TV, you better have your ass standing in the freaking living room. You better be standing up every goddamn time. That's all I have to say about that. If you are for one second going to complain about kneeling for the national anthem, you better better stand (laughs) up. You better not be going to the bathroom. You know, it's coming. You better not be going to get a beer. You better not be going to get nachos. You better be standing and respecting that damn flag before you say a peep about it. And that is my hard take on that. (laughs) Sorry, I was a little aggressive, but I'm very passionate about this.
1: Yes. I, uh, I go to baseball games occasionally and, uh, that's one thing that kind of annoys me is uh, you hear the national anthem playing. You don't have to be there when it starts, but if you hear it, stop. Stop. Even if
0: you're in the hallway, you know it's coming. You know when they're gonna play it. This isn't your first baseball game. Don't bullshit me.
1: I understand if you're at the counter and the, you gotta pay. Okay, I get it.
0: No, I but don't if you're get just, it. If bullshit. You're just walking around bullshit. the concourse. Bullshit. You know it's coming. You know when the beginning of the game is. I don't want to <laughs> hear that. I do not even want to hear that because they say, stand for the national anthem. Turn your ass around. Face the flag.
1: It would be nice to see everybody do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Those are the same people that are going to complain about the people not kneeling.
1: Yeah. Teach your children well. If you're going to take your kids to the game, show them what it's about.
0: Yeah. Respecting the flag. All right. I'm off my soapbox now. Thank you for sticking with us. I did not realize this was going to be a 46 minute episode, but thanks for sticking with us. I do want to let you know that we have a new email, so hopefully this will make it a little bit easier. It is somedaydeadpc at gmail.com. That is matching our Twitter handle at somedaydeadpc. Uh, so if you have any comments on this, if you have thoughts, if you have experiences, please, please, please let us know. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast so other people can find it. Let people know out here, out there, what you're thinking. Let me know what you're thinking. And if you have an idea for a podcast, let me know. I'd love to talk to you about it. So please, you know, think about this weekend when you're going to have a long day. Like I said, this is coming out on Sunday. So if you're listening to it the day it comes out, tomorrow will be Memorial Day. Take a moment. You know, it won't hurt you to even take a moment when it's not Memorial Day. To remember those that have sacrificed their lives because someday
1: we'll all be dead.